All right. Well, welcome right. back to uh, an unexpected edition of the Steve Jeltz Appreciation Society. Uh, Tom, how the hell you doing, bud? I'm good. My mouth is full of beer there. I don't know why I was completely unprepared for some reason. <laughs> I guess Richie is. Uh, Richie has decided that he wants to not be on the podcast. I guess for now, because he's having too much fun with Harley Quinn Smith, and we'll we'll post the pictures of his escapades later. Um, but for now, since we're completely unprepared for a show, we're gonna go back to an idea that I had back around Christmas. Um, my sister got me this game. Uh, this is an updated version of a game that Ryan Barney had actually gotten me for my birthday one year. It's called uh, You Gotta Know Philly, and it's a Philly sports trivia game. So it's card games. It's I'm going to – you can hear that they're still wrapped. I've got my definitely not for my wrists razor. I'm going <laughs> to cut open the packs here, and uh, we're going to do – we're going to see how much we actually know. Um, and I can look at these without looking at the answers for anybody who's wondering if I'm going to cheat. I am not. Um, yeah, and I won't either. I'll, I'll, I'll be. I'll play the honest card. I'm not going to sit here and Google. And chances are, if I know one out of like twenty, then I'll be happy. Well, it, <laughs> it's funny because the the one card that you can see on the one pack, it's two packs. Um, the first card you can see the on the bottom. Tom and I looked at beforehand just to just to see. Didn't look at the answers, but didn't need to because I knew the answers to three of the four questions <laughs> before. We even did it, um, and I didn't give Tom a chance to answer. I'm sure he would have known, but um, mm, chances are they weren't mostly Flyers questions. And uh, you know, I'm more Phillies Eagles, so and really more Phillies than that Eagles. And you know, and maybe I have a little bit of basketball and and the hockey knowledge, but uh, you know, my my mind's always been all over the place. So, uh, like I said, I'm, I'll be happy if I get one. I think this will be fun too because this could uh, introduce um, some names that we've not talked about. Um, here during our sports show, or just overall in general, so yeah, that's uh, true. Could, could could spark up some other conversations, like uh, I don't remember that person, or you know, oh yeah, someone I forgot about, or you know, what are they what are they doing now? Type stuff. Who the fuck is that guy? So I it'll be fun. He <laughs> Paul Coffey played for the Flyers. <laughs> well, actually, it was funny. I was looking up earlier. And I'd completely forgotten this, but Scott Rowland played for the Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd forgotten all about that. <laughs> can we say one thing real quick? Fuck Scott Rowland. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, what a you know, it's crazy. You know, I and I get it. I mean, he he had his success outside of Philadelphia, and we certainly don't want him going in as a Philly either. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, that was a big talk of the last few days is him wanting to go in as a as a cardinal or as a yeah, I think it was uh, was it Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff That's going in his blank. <laughs> yeah, he's going in his blank. So because he recognizes you know, that he played for more than just the Braves. Right, right, right. And he had when here's the different thing with McGriff is that he had success everywhere he went. So sure. um, yeah, not Scott to say Roland that Roland places didn't, but his time in Philly is um we don't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Roland. Fuck Scott Rowland, fuck J.D. Drew. I bet you the first question is going to be about Scott Rowland. <laughs> or J.D. Drew, one or the other. All right, so Tom, All you're right, up I'll, first. Let's go. Um, what we'll do is we'll have – you'll go first, pick a number, and then you can pick a number for me, and then that's the question that I'll answer. Okay. Is it, what's the uh, – Or they're all lettered A through D. Okay, so, so just one, go with one through four? Yeah. 
right. or, uh, or A through D. Yeah. I'll just go with A through D. So, okay. so okay. All right. So I'll go ahead. Uh, let's go C. C. <laughs> From what team did the Flyers acquire the rights to Eric Lindros in a blockbuster 1992 trade? Oh, God damn. Uh, was the Kings? No, the, the team is no longer in the NHL. Oh, Jesus. The Whalers? No. Oh, I don't know then. I forget. The Quebec Nordiques. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's right. Shit. I forgot all about that. Yep. I, my first instinct was almost like the, the, the Maple Leafs, but I was like, no, it wasn't the Maple Leafs. So then I went like the other direction. All right. So you want the you want the other um, you want the other questions on this card? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, see if I go for four. All right. No crossover. The trial of Allen Iverson is a 2010 documentary produced as what award-winning ESPN series? Oh, 30 for 30. Correct. What legendary stadium was the site of the 2010 NHL Winter Classic between the Flyers and the Bruins? Ooh, um, Fenway? Yes. In 1993, what 7'6 rookie center made his debut for the 76ers wearing jersey number 76? They say 1993? Yes. Ooh, uh, Manute Bowl? No. Oh, Matumbo? No. 7'6. Oh, fucking Sean Bradley. Yep. Damn it. Yeah, Manute Bowl <laughs> was in the 80s, and Manute Bowl. That's right, yeah, and I was, like, so, thinking to myself, yeah, debut, and made, yeah. I was just looking, like, really, really tall. <laughs> yeah. No, so Manute Bowl made his debut with the um, with the Washington Bullets. That's right, that's right. And um, uh, Dikembe Mutombo actually was drafted by the Nuggets. Nuggets, I knew that, yeah. yeah he yeah. wore 55, Manute Bowl num wore number one, I believe. Yeah, I was just I was grasping for straws there with tall players. <laughs> oh, I got you. All right, go ahead, man. What what question do I have to answer? Um, a, a. Mm -hmm. Okay, who led the NFL in rushing with one thousand eight hundred forty-five yards for the Cowboys in twenty fourteen, but managed just seven hundred and two the following season after joining the Eagles? Demarco Murray. Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> I am right. I don't even have to look at <laughs> All right. Let's see. Though he played his final season for the Eagles, for what team did Hall of Famer receiver Art Monk play from 1980 to 1993? Oh, Redskins. Redskins, yeah. yeah. You know that from um, Tecmo. The hmm? Tecmo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. New to the Sixers in 82-83, what big man earned the regular season and NBA Finals MVP awards and the only title of his Hall of Fame career? Ooh. Big man in the MV or in the NBA. 82 uh, to this. Ooh, gosh. It, I don't, it, I don't... it was either I want to say it was Moses Malone. Yeah, that makes the most sense. All right, and then before before I answer, so Moses Malone, because it's either Moses Malone or Andrew Tony, but I don't think Andrew Tony made the made the Hall of Fame. No. Um, the last question is: North Dakota State won five NCAA FCS championships with the help of with the help of what future Eagles quarterback? Carson oh, Wentz. Jesus, yeah. So let's see if I, let's see if I went four for four. All right, so Demarco Murray, Washington Redskins, Moses Malone. Nice, nice. All right. 
Sweet. All right, man. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Which uh, which which letter do you want? Let's go B. B. Mm -hmm. Okay. In 1967, what building became the new home of the Philadelphia 76ers? Mm, the Spectrum? I believe you're correct. Let me... Yeah, correct. Okay. So we'll go A. Uh, what defensive tackle and first-round pick was killed in a 1992 car accident five years into his Eagles career? No, Jerome Brown. Correct. Who retired in 2002 holding the NFL career or NFL record career NFL record for career rushing yards by a quarterback 4928. Ah, Mr. RC QB12. Yeah. Randall Cunningham. What barefoot kicker played for the Eagles from 1979 to 1983? Oh god. I wouldn't have known this one. I know the name and now that I've seen it I I recognize it, but I have no idea. If I, I can get the name out of a hat, I, I Tony Franklin. Oh, he also kicked for I. I want to say he kicked for uh, the Patriots for a while too. Yeah, I wouldn't. There's no way I would have even of Tony Franklin. Let's, let's do a little do a little research here real quick on Tony Franklin. Okay, because that's that's a name that I just don't. So, uh, yeah, yep, you're right, man. He. Uh, so between the, in the league from 79 to 88, Eagles, Patriots, Dolphins. Um, played his college ball, Texas A&M, known as the barefoot kicker. There you go. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Right. I would not have guessed that at all. <laughs> all right. So what, what letter do I have? Uh, let's give you A. A? All right. What Eagles wide receiver piled up 221 receiving yards in a 2007 game against the Lions? It's going to be Kevin Curtis. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because they were wearing the blue and yellow throwbacks. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. In 1976, what Flyers winger became the first non-goaltender to lose in the Stanley Cup Finals and still win the Conn Smythe Trophy for MVP at the playoffs? Fuck. Um, it's a goaltender? No, non-goaltender. No, non-goaltender, I was going to say. Oh, fucking Reggie Leach. Mm, I have his autograph on a puck. I think I do too, actually. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. So I'm still not reading. I'm not going to read the answers yet. All right. Um, how many home runs did Lenny Dykstra hit in the 1993 World Series? Fuck. I, three? It's either three, yeah. I'd say three. All right. Yeah. And I know this one. What Eagles linebacker who wore number 66 was selected as an all-pro five straight seasons from 74 to 78? That's Bill Berge. Wow. So let's see if I was right on any of these. All right. A was Kevin Curtis. B was Reggie Leach. Nice. C was four. I almost said four, too. Me, too. That was the other. And then D was Bill Berge. I didn't think it'd be like four, though, with him. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess because the that series was, only went six. I think that's why I was stuck in my head. Yeah. That was that year when he he went crazy and, like, challenged for the MVP. Yeah, you know what? That's true. And then the other thing, too, with that is that that series had that couple wacky games where they're real high scoring. Yeah. There was that 15-13 one, and, you know, that, but even the loss was – that was a high score, too, the game six loss. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. All right. 
Let's go. We've been getting a lot of ones. That was a seven. I, I made sure I picked a seven for me. Um, all right, here's a number two for you. All right. Which one do you want? Uh, D. D. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what hard-hitting Eagles safety suicide is among the catalysts that led to NFL reforms for concussions? Mm, uh, Andre Waters? Yes. That's a sad one. He was, I don't know if I ever told you, he was super nice. I met him. He was he was super, super nice to me. Um, let's see. All right, let's go to A. What SEPTA subway line takes Eagles fans to Lincoln Financial Field? What line? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I've never wrote it. I yeah, always... I, I, I can't. I can't answer that. I've taken is... it, but I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Yeah, I don't. Um, all right, B is, and this one's going to be a no-brainer. What Phillies pitcher threw a no-hitter in his final start with the team on July 25th, 2015? Oh, man. And it was it was, it was a, it, the, the, the best part about this game was that the last out yeah. to the center field grab Cole Hamels. Yeah, Cole Hamels. But that was the best part of that game. I can't remember who was patrolling center then. I just remember it, that. because it, it wasn't still Shano, was it? I don't think so. He was gone by then. I don't know. I'd have, have to look it up. All right. And then I I think I know this one. Who coached the Flyers to the Stanley Cup final appearances in 85 and 87? Oh, gosh. I don't it's, know. Um, fuck, I can't remember his name, but he coaches – or he's, he's on ESPN. Mike um, – Fuck, I forget. Dead air is not good for so. All right. So, yeah, Mike Keenan. Okay. And it's the Broad Street subway line. How the fuck? Oh, well, duh. Yeah. And then obviously. I I was thinking of something like more specific, like it was a color or a number or something like that. Right. So, Cole Hamels and Andre Waters were the other were the other answers. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Let me get us. Let me get a seven. Let me find a seven here. Or. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm fucking. All right. I'm just going to go. All right. I'm going to get it. I've got a two. All right. What letter? Um, let's go with B. B? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have. Oh, no. I think I do know this one. Who averaged 18.2 points in 55 games with the 2018-2019 Sixers after being acquired in a November trade with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, it was the guy we should have kept instead of fucking Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, oh. fuck, what was his name? He went to the Heat. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I know the name. I know that this, this sounds familiar and I just can't. Yeah, I, I fucking... <sighs> All right, I give up. Let me see if I can we'll answer the on. other one. Yeah, we'll move on. All right. What longtime Eagles defensive back retired after the 2011 season with 26 career sacks to go along with his 37 career interceptions? Um, hmm. I think that was Dawkins. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> wow, 37 career interceptions is a lot. No. I feel like he had more. Well, all right. It, yeah, it's got to be him, right? It's either Asante Samuel or it's. 
Brian Dawkins. I'm going to go Brian Dawkins. Yeah, it's got to be Dawkins. All right. In 2011, what Philly born and raised icon purchased a minority ownership stake in the Sixers? Fuck. Hmm. Um, Will Smith? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah, um, I have no fucking idea. Who worked as an assistant coach under Chuck Daly at Penn prior to taking the reins at Villanova in 1972 and leading the Wildcats to a national title in 1985? Um, Fat Albert. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Now, um, was it uh, – fuck, what is his name? I get stuck on the Temple guy, but I know it's not him. Yeah, it's not It's not John Chaney. It's, no. Um, fucking i give up i don't, I yeah. don't know all right that's that was tough all right jimmy butler that's who oh, that's right yeah that's i i couldn't i don't know why i couldn't picture his name so it was brian dawkins it was will smith and raleigh massimino yeah i would have never guessed that yeah yeah no. i i know the name but I, i'm not you know i don't know college basketball from back then yeah no i I uh, I heard the name. I know the name. I would have never guessed. Put the two together, though. Yeah. You know. All right. Let's see. Um. All right. Go ahead and pick your letter. Let's do A this time. What head coach from 1994 to 1997 led the Flyers to two division titles and one trip to the Stanley Cup Finals? Oh crap. Uh head coach names are so I'm so bad with them. I don't know. I really don't. I think this was Terry Clark. Um uh, let's go to the next one. I'll I'll trust your yeah. judgment on that one. <laughs> Terry Clark. Um what basketball accessory did Allen Iverson help popularize when he began wearing it in games as an attempt to deal with bursitis in his right elbow? Oh, like the armband or Shooter sleeve. Oh, that's right. The sleeve. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what center and 2005 first round pick never played a game for the Sixers after coming over from the Lakers in an August 2012 trade? Oh, um, I have no idea. I think that was um, Eldon Brand. That sounds about right. Was it yeah. Eldon Brand or was it? I, I forget. I remember he was out bowling, and he never fucking played a game. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're right with it being him. Uh, and then Penn hosted Yale in the January first, nineteen twenty seven opening of what of what Cathedral of College Basketball? Oh, I've heard it called that so many times. Uh, the Flush Room. Yes. All right. Let's see. That's all right. So Terry Murray, not Terry Clark. Mm. Andrew Bynum. Oh yeah. Alan Brand, I think, played a bit, but it wasn't much. Yeah, he didn't play much, and now he's the he's the GM for their G League team. Let's see, Elton Brand. Let's and then, go to uh, yeah, shooter sleeve, basketball sleeve was the answer. Yeah, I knew it was yeah, yeah. Elton Brand played a grand total. Well, no, he played a few seasons. He played from '09 through '12, so that timing was right. But he played a couple full se basically three full seasons worth during that time, and then uh, he. Finished off his career at the Sixers in fifteen sixteen. So, all right. Okay, which uh, which one? Let's go with C. 
All right, C is, because of World War II, with which team did the Eagles combine in 1943, creating the Steagles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on. The, uh, <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> All right, so A is, what Georgetown guard did the Sixers select with the first overall pick in the 96 draft? Allen oh, Iverson. Jeez. Hmm. <laughs> what team did the Sixers sweep in the 83 NBA Finals to capture the NBA title? Um, Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. Was it this? I think it was the Celtics. I don't. I really don't know. I don't know those. It was the Celtics. Um, what coach did the Eagles hire away from the Chicago Bears shortly after he was carried off the field following Super Bowl Twenty? So that was. That was 80, Buddy Ryan. That was the 85, yeah, because he yep. was the D.C. for under Dicka. Yep, and there's that famous picture of him being carried off the field. So let's see, what was I – oh, I went three for four. Allen Iverson, Pittsburgh Steelers, mm -hmm. Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. Huh. Yeah, interesting, right? That's weird, yeah. Well, so let's see, that was the 80 – I'm really kidding. I'm, I'm going to look this up real quick. The 82-83 Lakers, let's see. I'm just curious to see. So they that was an interesting team, the 82-83 Lakers. Um Green was on that team, right? It was one of his well, last seasons? Well, okay, so here, here's a little trivia for you. So their coach was Pat Riley, which was interesting. They had a Kareem was there and Magic. And James Worthy is rookie. Wow, and, James, and, it's crazy to think about James Worthy because he played for fucking ever. Yeah, he was a rookie then, and then actually Kurt Rambis was on that team. Really? Yeah, he was, I guess, his second year at that point, which is really funny because Kurt like, Rambis has always made fun of as, like, the random white guy on the magical, like, late late 80s uh, Lakers teams. Yeah, was he, was he the sixth man on that team, or was he actually... No, I think he was... Uh, looks like their main starters... Were Magic, uh, Kareem, uh, Norm Nixon, uh, Jamal Wilkes. Right, Kurt, yeah, Kurt was a starter, so he was, um, yeah, so was, he was one of the five. No shit. Mm hmm. hmm. Interesting. Yep. That's pretty cool. All right. I'll get off that now. It's All right. Basketball Let's reference. Love those, love those sites. All right. So this, I'm going to give us both sevens this time, all right? Okay. So you're getting a seven. All right. What Philly native earned the UFC lightweight championship of it, with a TKO of Rafael Dos Anjos on July 7th, 2016? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have let you pick a letter, too, but I just jumped in. It's all good. It. Nah, just keep going. Yeah, it's all good. Um, all right. What starter came out of the bullpen in game five? This one's easy. This shouldn't be on a seven. I'm taking this one away from you. <laughs> what starter came out of the bullpen in game five of the 1980 NLCS to close out the Houston Astros and send the Phillies to the World Series? Uh, what starter came out of the bullpen? Yes. Uh, Steve Carlton. Okay. Or Tug McGraw. But he was a reliever, though. Yeah. Um, I, I think you were right with the first one. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you weren't. No, you weren't. It's it's. I'm okay. My guess. I'm not not looking at the answers. My guess is Marty Bystrom. Oh, I would have never known that. All right. 
What Eagles left tackle started 122 regular season and postseason games, including Super Bowl 15 during his nine-year career from 1975 to 1983? Um, Stan Walters? I have no idea. I'm, I'm <laughs> Walters. 1985, what Philly became the first player in MLB history to hit two home runs in the first inning of a single game? 1985. <clears throat> Tommy Herr. I'm going. Um, 85. He, he may have been a Cardinal then, though. That's what I'm wondering. Was yeah. we got? Oh, could have been Schmidt. Did we have Von Hayes then? That's no, what I was we, thinking too. No, I was thinking it was Von Hayes, Hayes, but 80, It was later. Right? Yeah. Um, I'll say I, I, my Tommy heard my first guess, but I want to say Schmidt because he was still there and still hitting a lot of home runs. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Juan Samuel. Okay, yeah, I, I, don't, know if Philly, I don't even know if he was a Philly yet. Top of the lineup guy, yeah, I'm gonna go Juan yeah. Samuel. All right, let's go. Let's see, motherfucker. I hope it's Steve Jeltz. No, I, I wish it was. <laughs> no, all right. So Eddie Alvarez was the first one. I had no fucking idea. Dick Ruthven came out of the bullpen. I uh, see. I would have never. Yeah, I I would have think thought that was a Steve Carlton, but obviously these are harder level questions. So Stan Walters. So I got one right. And then Von fucking Hayes. Was it really Hayes? Wow. Von fucking Hayes. I thought about him, but I didn't think he was a Philly until later. I didn't think reason. he was either. I was for some reason I thought Von Hayes was like eighty six because I initially I thought Lance Parrish, but we didn't get him until eighty. No. Oh wow! You know what? Von Hayes was eighty three. That's when he started. Okay. Huh. All right. Interesting. Oh well. You know what's funny? You said that was an eighty five, right? Yeah. Von Hayes had all thirteen home runs that year. And he hit the <laughs> fucking inning. What a piece of shit Von Hayes is. <laughs> All right. What former Phillies manager quit after the first game of the 1960 season, famously saying, I'm 49 years old and I want to live to see 50? <laughs> I don't know who, but that's awesome quote. I have no idea. I'm just going to say it because I like the name. Dick Sisler. <laughs> Willie Jones, a third baseman who played 1,520 games for the Phillies, was best known by what nickname? Uh, who was like the who, who? Oh, we Willie Jones. We will motherfucker. All right, you got it. We Willie Jones. Then, all right. Um, what first head coach in Flyers history also served as GM for the championship teams of 1974, 1975? Um. Fred Shiro? No, Fred Shiro was the coach. Um, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. All right. And in 1972, the Phillies traded what pitcher for the to the St. Louis Cardinals for Steve Carlton? Ooh. Was it... What pitcher? Um, it could not that... have been anyone of note. Was that at the end of no? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah. Um just to throw something out there, I'm saying um 
No, I have no idea. No idea. All right, let's take a look. All right, Eddie Sawyer. Oh, it wasn't. All right, it wasn't Wee Willie Jones. It was Puddinhead. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of Wee Willie. Is it Wee Willie Keeler? Who the hell am I thinking of? I don't know. And then uh, Keith Allen was the Flyers GM. And the player traded for Steve Carlton was Rick Wise. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of Wee Willie Keeler, by the way, who um, never donned a Phillies uniform. <laughs> gotcha. And played from 1892 to 1910. <laughs> yeah, a little bit out of the time frame there, bud. <laughs> All right, let, let's go back to the, the lower numbers because that one kicked our asses. All right, uh, do you want to pick a – do you want to pick an, a letter? Uh, I'd say this, just run through them. Yeah. All right. Jesus Christ, this is about the easiest fucking question. What Flyers mask got offered to fill in when Kevin Hart stepped down as the host of the 2018 Academy Awards? <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> That's a question. Um, I thought Kevin sorry. Hart was the Flyers mascot. I thought so too. Although Gritty's a bit taller, so yeah, a bit taller. Well, actually, a lot yeah. of people are a lot taller than him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How many NBA championships did Wilt Chamberlain win while playing with the Philadelphia Warriors and 76ers? How many did he win? Yeah, three. Yeah, I was gonna say it's two or three. Yeah. I'll go with three. Three. Okay. What team did the Flyers beat in the finals to win the 74 Stanley Cup? Uh, the Boston Bruins. Bruins. Yeah, Bruins. I'll go with Bruins. In 2004, what Chester native and St. Joseph's point guard won at least seven trophies recognizing him as college basketball's player of the year? Ooh. Um, Rasheed Ooh. Wallace? Uh... Wasn't Wallace before? Uh, was he before that? I don't know. All right, go. What we got? I'm gonna look up a little bit on Rasheed Wallace here, but I, I don't know, man. Um, hey, he's right. from Philly. All right, so let's. All right, let's give it a look. So yeah, gritty one, mm -hmm. one. Will Just Taylor one? Only won one wow. championship between the Warriors and the Sixers. See, I would have thought it was like a trick question that he won a lot with the Warriors. Yeah. You know, because it would have been nothing with the Sixers. Right. Um, the Boston Bruins. Okay. And Jameer Nelson. Yeah, I looked up Rasheed Wiles. Uh, he was from Philly, but he uh, was much sooner. So it would have been like late 90s for him. Okay, okay. Makes sense, which I, I, which I, mean, I thought was the case when he said that. I was like, ah, I remember him being like around when we were in high school or something, you know, at least you know, that kind of age level. Yeah, all right. What Eagles quarterback from 1973 to 1977 used his connections as a former LA Ram to appear in episodes of Gilligan's Island and Ironside? <laughs> what? I'm going to say um, – damn. Um, what is that dude's name? Uh, I don't know. I, I pass on that. Uh, Sonny Jurgensen. Um, how many saves did Brad Lidge record in 2008 when he became the first Phillies closer to be perfect in saver opportunities in a season? 
It's regular season forty-one. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they're. I wonder if they're including the playoffs. Including the postseason, it'd be forty-eight. It's forty-seven right. in the post, forty-one. The only one he blew is the All-Star game. Yeah. All right. On July second, nineteen ninety-three, what Phillies pitcher drove in the game-winning run in a ten-inning win over the Padres that ended at four forty a.m. Tyler Terry Mahalan. Yep. Who began his Eagles career in 1969 as a punter and left in 1976 as the team's record holder for career interceptions? Ooh. Fucking. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I pass. I don't know. All right. So Roman Gabriel was. Get the fuck out of here. All right. So Roman Gabriel was the okay. quarterback. 48 saves. Okay, so it did count the postseason then. Yeah. Mitch Williams. Really? Yeah. And Bill Bradley. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that was a seven, before. by the way. So. Yeah, looking at the uh, the Lidge 08 season, he was 41 of 41 in the uh, regular season. And as I said, yeah, seven for seven in the postseason. I actually yeah. think I had somewhere, and that makes me wonder now. I must be missing some boxes of uh, memorabilia from the move. I have a signed – I'm a football signed by um, a bunch of Eagles, including um, Bill Bradley. Really? So, yeah, now now I'm questioning where the hell it went because it's, it's in one of the ball cube things. Um, so I'll have to find that. That's that's neat. Uh, all right. Who is the only basketball player to earn a regular season most valuable player award in both the American Basketball Association and the NBA? That's that's got to be Will, right? Doctor J. Doctor J. I'm going with right. Doctor J. I'm going with right. Doctor J. Um, what Philly had a comical strikeout in the '93 All Star Game against Randy Johnson after the first pitch sailed over his head? Well, John Crook. Yep, that's Crocker. What lefty rung up 3,031 of his 4,136 <laughs> strikeouts with the Phillies? Gee, I fucking wonder who. Um, Let's see. I think it was Jose Mesa. <laughs> it was clearly... Keith Cliffslope. <laughs> no, I, I think we all know that one. With his famous home run call, out of here. Who was the voice of the Phillies for 38 years? And that was oh, terrible. I'm on, sorry, man. Harry. Yes. I'm sorry, Harry. <clears throat> All right. So, Dr. J, okay. John Cruck, Steve Carlton, Harry Callis. Very good. Harry the K. All right. Let's see. Did we? Well. Okay. So, this was. We'll, we'll do this one. Oh, wait. Did we do this? Did we answer these? No, we didn't answer these officially. So, what Australian did the Sixers select with the first pick in the 2016 draft? Mm. You said you knew this one, and I just couldn't remember the guy's name. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, that's right. I keep forgetting he's all from Australia. Yeah. That worked out well for him, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Maybe you should go back under. The flyer, This flyer topped the fan voting in the All-Star game in 1986 following his death in a car accident in November of that season. Oh, yeah, you know this one. I Kelly Lindbergh. That's right. 
He was the goalie that crashed into that wall in Voorhees. Um, all right, for what school did Dr. J play his college ball? I have no idea. Um, I'm just going to guess um, Georgetown. He didn't, but that's a guess. He might play for no, I don't know. Um, what flyer won the Conn Smythe Trophy for playoff MVP despite losing in seven games in the 1987 Stanley Cup Finals? Don't know. Ron Hexall. Oh, duh. Yeah. All right. Let's go. So Ben Simmons, Kelly Lindbergh, University of Massachusetts. Uh, and then Ron Hextall. Hextall. Yeah, I, I would have gone with Hextall too, and I for some reason was not thinking him. All right. Let's see. Here's yours. Okay. On what CBS show did former Eagles defensive back Irv Cross? Become the first African American national TV sports analyst. Oh Lord, um, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, um, wide world of sports. So that was ABC, wasn't it? I have no idea. I'm just throwing it out there because I have no yeah. fucking clue. Yeah, I think that was ABC. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. This one's got two on it that, that you'll know. So, all right. What punter started his professional career with the USFL's Philadelphia Stars before joining the Eagles from 99 to 2002? This is a Tecmo guy. Oh, Sean Landetta? You got it. What checkborn netminder led the Flyers from 2000 to 2003 with a 94, 43, and 22 record? Mm. I don't know. I know this name. I don't know this one. Because it's a weird-ass name. Yeah. It escapes me. Roman Czechmonic. Ah, that's right. What Frank Sinatra song did Harry Callis often sing after significant Phillies wins? <laughs> oh, man. We've got high hopes. <laughs> So that was correct. The NFL uh, today. You know, I was thinking of something like that, but I didn't know. Yeah, I, I was like, trying to think of what, like, what their show is called for one. You know, but right. two, like, I thought, well, maybe it was like their morning show, or you know, because right. they always have a sports guy and or the evening news or some weird thing where they just have a sports segment. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I had no idea. All right, Sean Landetta and Roman Czechmonic. Yeah, Landetta had a long career. Dude, yeah, he, he, I fucking, I believe he's in NFL 2K5. Let's see. He, I think he might be one of the only players that crossed over. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, let's see. Landetta started 85 and went all the way to 05. So that makes sense. He actually finished his career with the Eagles, so that makes a lot of sense. Wow. I'm looking this up now. And Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, I know he was there with the Giants on that roster. So let's see. Um, huh. Let's see. So it's not – all right. NFL 2K5. All right, so I I gotta look this. I have to look this up elsewhere. 
or other, another time, but because it's not, there's no easy answer to it. So, but all right, let's go on to the next one. This one's going to be a seven. What Flyers center led the league in playoff goals with 13 and points 22 and route to winning the 1974 Stanley Cup title? Bobby Clark. Yep. Okay. As a leader on Buddy Ga- Buddy Ryan's gang green defense, what hard-hitting safety started 125 games for the Eagles from 83 to 93? Andre Waters. What year was the iconic Philly Fanatic first introduced? 76? It's in the 70s. I want to say 76. That's probably right. Because they probably did it to replace Phil and Phyllis. Yeah. During the during the centennial, um, in '79, what Philly set the major league record for a shortstop with a 9.91 fielding percentage? Larry Boa. No. Yes. No. Wait. Yeah. 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 Other yeah. '79. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, Rick McLeish was the answer. Wes Hop. Fuck. Wes Hopkins. Oh yeah. I almost. I almost said Wes Hopkins too. 78 for the Fanatic. Okay. And Larry Boa. So he salvaged one. Yeah, I would have thought it was been uh, with the Fanatic. I knew it was in the 70s. I just didn't know when. I almost thought sooner, but the, no, that wouldn't have made much sense. I don't know. Let's, let's do a couple more here and then uh, we'll we'll call it. I think this is, it's been interesting though. It's been fun. It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Like some of this stuff, you know. Things you wouldn't think about. Um, all right. <laughs> Shit, I wish, wish I would have seen this one. <laughs> all right. What Flyers forward was suspended six games and fined $500 in 1981 for punching referee Andy Van Helmond in the chest, instigating major changes to the NHL rules on treatment of officials? What Did they give you a year? 81. Oh. Yeah, I don't know then. <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm going um I'm gonna go I'm going Clark. I think Clark lost his shit. I'm punched in. All right. Let's see. Um what flyer led the NHL in shorthanded goals by a defenseman during the team's 2009 2010 season and run of the Stanley Cup finals? Uh Chris Pronger. Sure. <laughs> what Chicago Bears wide receiver severed both patellar tendons on Veterans Stadium's notoriously poor artificial turf during a game in 1993? Ooh, Bears receiver in 93. Fuck. Uh, uh, Marty Booker? No, not Marty Booker. No. Um, it's Stephen Bears Baker. Are... No. No. Really go. Sounds... No, Willie Galt was on the Raiders. That He's the Raiders then, yeah. Man, I don't know. Uh, keep thinking of the running back. And Neil Anderson. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, not really sure. Yeah, I don't know. What Phillies outfielder posted 20-plus home runs and 100-plus RBI in four straight seasons from 52 to 55? No, before you said 52 to 55, I was like, Bobby Abreu? Yeah. <laughs> um, um... Whitey? Was he that much of a home run hitter? I thought he was for a little bit. For four seasons, 20 home runs. Yeah, 20. Yeah. 
Okay. Never makes sense. That's that's the same error, so that makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna say Whitey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Fuck! I didn't get any of these right. All right. Paul was Holmgren. It, was Delaney for the Phillies one? No, it was Del Ennis. Del Ennis. That's right. So Paul Holmgren was the was the forward that punched the ref. Later went on to be a, a coach and GM. Um, Kimo Timonen. Which I, mm. I don't know why I didn't. And Wendell Davis. Oh yeah. And Del Ennis for the Phillies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was a seven. We're hitting a row of seven. So let's do um, let's do three more. All right. Sounds good. They're all sevens. All right. Let's do it. Let's see. Let's see if we if we're as smart as we think we are. All right. What winger scored three goals in the 2017 NHL All-Star Game and was the first flyer to be named All-Star MVP since Reggie, Reggie Leach in 1980? I know this one. The year was 1980? Or Reggie Leach's was 1980? Reggie Leach's was 1980. This was 2017. Oh, 2017. Okay, I'm sorry. Missed that part. Um, I feel like I should know this. But I don't. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be Wayne Simmons. Mm. On April 12, 2004, who hit the first home run in a regular season game at Citizens Bank Park? Ooh. Was it uh I'm gonna say I want to say Utley, but it's probably not right. No. Tommy. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was Jim Tommy. All right. What Eagles defensive back posted 20 career interceptions before becoming Pat Summerall's broadcast partner on CBS in 1974? Hmm. I have no idea. No, I don't either. Yeah. I'm, I'm racking my brains. And and, I'm, and it's definitely not John Madden. <laughs> no, no. Fun fact, John Madden was a tight end and was drafted by the Eagles, but injured his knee and never played for him. Yeah, yeah. All right. In a 1981 playoff game against the Expos, who hit the first postseason walk-off home run in Philly's history? I'd say Schmidt, but I, it's probably not. Um, yeah. I'll say Bake McBride. Oh, good fucking answer. That was that was my mom's favorite player, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. She liked the bull. She liked uh, she liked Greg Greg Lazinski. Greg Lazinski. It was Greg Lazinski. Oh, Greg Lazinski. okay. All right, let's see. Get the fuck out of here. All right, so wow, we got one right, and it was Wayne Simmons. Mm. Um, Bobby Abreu. Hit the first home run. Really? Okay. Tom Brookshire and George Vukovic. Oh, wow. uh, All right. Oof. That was was tough. All right. Here's number two. In what? Oh, this one. I I think you know this one. I I know this one. I think you. Oh, well, maybe I don't know this one because I don't remember the name (laughs) of the stadium, actually. I know where it was. But I don't think I know the name of the stadium. In what ballpark did Mike Schmidt hit his 500th home run? Um, it was Three Rivers, right? 
Is that the well? Stadium? I'm gonna say Olympic. It was the Pirate Stadium. Oh, okay. Then it would have been Three Rivers then. Okay. Yeah, because they used to have a. They actually had a star. Or no, they didn't. That was. No, that was in the vet. But no, Three Rivers. If it was against the Pirates, it was Three Rivers. Yeah, it was Three Rivers. What Phillies reliever struck out Willie Wilson of the Royals to clinch the 80 World Series? Oh, we know this one. No, oh, oh, overall. Yeah. On June 8th, 1989, what Jerry... Holy shit! Wait, we're ending it on this one. Okay. We're ending it on this one, because this is... This one... This is the perfect one to end it on. Okay? All right. I'm gonna... So I'm skipping this one for now. Okay. In a road game on December 29th, 1972, several Flyers players entered the stands to fight the fans of what team? Mm. The Blackhawks? I'm going to say Boston. I'm going to say Boston. Because I feel like there was a huge brawl between the Flyers and Boston. Okay. I'm going to tell the answers to the other three. And then the last thing that you're going to record or or close to the last thing you're going to record is going to be the answer to this other question that I'll that I'll ask after I give the answers, okay? Okay. So A was Three River Stadium, B was Tug McGraw, and D was the actually the Vancouver Canucks which Oh, I would have okay. never thought that, yeah. All right. Now here's the final question to close this out. All right. On June 8th, 1989, what Jerry curled Phillies shortstop became <laughs> the first player in franchise history to hit a home run from both sides of the plate in the same game? <laughs> oh, man. We better know this one. The one, the only, the immortal Steve Jeltz. <laughs> 